0: Kingdom Exhortations March 2015 Read by John Morton Good morning. Are you possessed by Jesus? Are you, as it were, Jesus-possessed? Are you hearing the voice of Jesus and experiencing the joy of His presence? Most of us in the church today are possessed, obsessed, or depressed by many different things, But, regrettably, we are not truly and fully possessed by Jesus. We have not given Him full possession of our lives. If we are to become truly Jesus-possessed disciples, we are going to have to make some radical changes in our lifestyles. These changes will not occur overnight, but moment by moment, day by day, they will take place if we give Christ greater possession of our lives. As we grow in this process, we will begin to understand and declare in our hearts, quote, The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine, and it is now complete. He must become greater, I must become less. Quote. John 3, verses 29 and 30 in Luke 8:26 through 39 we find Jesus stepping ashore and being confronted by a demon-possessed man from the town. The man wore no clothes and had been living in the tombs. The demons immediately recognized Jesus as the Son of God, and, cowering in fear, they begged to be sent into a nearby herd of pigs rather than into the abyss. Jesus granted their request, and when they entered the pigs, the herd rushed into a lake and drowned. When the townspeople came to see what had happened, they found the delivered man dressed and in his right mind, and that the pigs had drowned. They were afraid and asked Jesus to leave. When Jesus started to leave, the liberated man asked to go with him, but Jesus told him to return home and tell all that God had done for him. He returned to his home and told all over town how much Jesus had done. This story illustrates some important truths which are applicable to our lives today. First, the demons immediately recognized Jesus as the Son of God and knew they were subject to His rule and command. Second, the townspeople asked Jesus to leave. Third, Jesus would not let the delivered man come with Him. If we have truly received Jesus Christ as our Savior, we have been sealed with the Holy Spirit for the day of redemption, Ephesians 4.30. A true Christian cannot be possessed by the devil or demons. All of us, however, are subject to spiritual attacks and to being influenced or oppressed by Satan and his demons. Quote, Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. End quote. 1 Peter 5 verses 8 and 9. Just as in Jesus' days on earth, Today's powers of evil immediately recognize Christ and can't stand against him. Always remember that, quote, The one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. End quote. 1 John 4.4 Quote, Resist the devil and he will flee from you. End quote. James 4.7 Despite what Jesus had done, the townspeople asked him to leave. They may have been afraid or simply upset about the damage done to their pigs, but they obviously didn't appreciate the healing that had occurred. If they had realized the importance of what had happened and recognized someone special had come to their shores, they would have asked them to stay and learn more about him. Many of us seem unable to effectively understand and appreciate the immensity of what God has done for us in Christ. Like the townspeople, we, often unwittingly, ask him to leave. As C.S. Lewis writes, It's not that we don't necessarily think that God will do what's best for us. We are afraid of how much it will hurt. When we refuse to obey and step out in faith, we effectively ask Jesus to leave. And when He is asked to go, He will go. We need to examine our lives and repent of current and past failures and then step out in faith, laboring to increasingly, quote, offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. and quote Romans twelve one. When the delivered man was told to return home and tell how much God had done for him, it meant that he would not be allowed to fulfill his desire to go with Jesus. He was told to return to his home and be as much of a blessing as he had been a burden. This meant getting out of his comfort zone and being obedient to God. Is there a better way for us to declare our appreciation for what God has done for us? We are called to go and use whatever gifts we have received to serve others, 1 Peter 4.10, and to declare our appreciation and love for what God has done for us. The more faithful we are in using our gifts, the more we will be given. Conversely, if we do not use what we have received, what we have will be taken away, as illustrated in the parable of the talents, Matthew 2514 30 Obedience may often require us to deny ourselves and our desires as we surrender our time and talents to serving God. Take time to examine your heart and life, looking for the places you have not surrendered to Jesus. Earnestly pray about it and ask Him to help you. As we become more and more Jesus-possessed, we will undoubtedly experience more peace, joy, and contentment in all that we do. As we persevere in this process, our lives will increasingly be marked by the powerful reality that, quote, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. and quote Galatians 2.20. May God bless you all. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomb.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. 2 Peter 1 verses 5-9 through